0: Welcome to the program. Follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Paulie Howard as we are live in downtown Las Vegas. Circa Resort at Casino is your spot here on this Thursday morning. Fun show lined up today as we'll talk NBA scenarios, situations down the stretch here the play. Uh, Aaron Renning's going to join the program in 45. In an hour, Michael Lombardi will be on the show. We'll get his reaction to the schedule release from last night. And I can't wait to talk to Mike Palm in studio Thursdays with the Maestro today. Perfect timing, with the schedule. What they're thinking for the Circa Survivor and the Circa Million, uh, when people can get get out to town and get uh, involved in those contests. And if uh, you know if he's willing to divulge any secrets, Paulie, like some of the wrinkles they want to toss into Survivor to make it maybe a little bit more challenging this year, so we don't have so many people run the table. How are you? Good, good. You? Okay. How about, by the way take people behind the curtain here for a second. How about entering circuit today? <laughs> yeah. So it's like we're pulling in there must be 15 cop cars. Uh a ton yep. of other cars lined up by the pl- plaza across the street and at did, the Golden Gate. I had to take a detour.
1: Did you? yeah. I couldn't come in that way. And uh I thought someone was shot. Yeah. And and 15 15 cop cars and they tell book book does a great job here behind the scenes. He goes <laughs> what's what's going on? Oh they're shooting. All those oh, so off. somebody died. Yeah, right. Yeah, no.
0: <laughs> no, we're shooting CSI. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I look God. as it coming across like the walkway, uh-huh. they have like these huge like, lights set up like in the media and all over. I'm like, yeah, something, something weird is going on because there are hundreds of people right outside the, the door right now. And well, so they, they've been shooting for sure. like hours, evidently.
1: And I've been in a movie before, uh, Major Motion Picture. And this is uh, it, it, the, the pomp and the circumstance oh. and they're just standing around and doing nothing. When we shot Ocean's Eleven, and I'm in that scene with Julia Roberts, they must have done fifteen takes. All she does was walk. In the scene, she's looking for George Clooney in the Bellagio. At the very end, she walks, stops,
0: looks around. They must have done fifteen takes. It took eight hours. Huh? What, what, what are you doing? I mean, I, what... You stole the scene. Ah, you're right. right there. Sure. Yeah, I mean, you're ten feet from her probably. I mean, right? I just
1: the, the whole day it was like a twenty-hour day, and they shot two scenes,
0: and no one had a line. I mean, yeah, it's I, crazy. I, I, yeah. I, did, I did that uh, for one of the Bourne movies out here. I, I forgot took, about it. I took that, the right. day off of work. Yeah. And uh, they shot it over at one of the ARIA ballrooms. Matt Damon was in it, obviously. And he comes out, he talks to the crowd. This is the biggest crowd I've ever shot in front of, whatever. There must have been 1,500 people there. And it was the same thing. He would line up in the conference room for two minutes, and he would come like running through. Ah, get out of the way. They're shooting, whatever. And then everybody would run out. You'd come back in. you wait for 30 minutes. And it went on for mm-hmm. 10 hours. And eventually, I just said, I'm I right not doing this yeah. anymore. i got to yeah. go. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I walked out the door and I took off. Yeah. Oh, they're, is that
1: tedious? They're overrated, aren't they? They get as many takes as they want to get uh, it right. Uh, we're live. Man. Uh, we're live. We got to make. We got to reinvent ourselves every single day and entertain you. Like
0: like <laughs> the yesterday's show. We had no idea when the schedule was going to pop. Yeah, right. We had no idea what the magic was going to be. Live on the air. Here's the schedule. Okay, yeah. let's talk about it. Maybe make, make some point spreads on the game. It was fantastic. Well, I hope we could win some awards and knock knock some lines out of the park. Right. If you get. A take over t- and over and over. we get 50 takes, right? Yeah. And redo after redo. So we will run down the schedule release from last night. Uh, I-, I looked at pretty much every single schedule. Some pretty solid observations will run by you coming up next.
2: This is Brent Musburger, and here is your v Action Update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. Schedule release for the 2021 NFL season. It'll all kick off on Thursday, September the 9th, as Dallas visits the defending Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Buccaneers laying six and a half of the early line, the total 52 at Raymond James Stadium. Sunday night football, the Bears plus seven at the LA Rams, 44 and a half the total. At Monday night, to wrap up week one, the Ravens a three and a half point road favorite of the Las Vegas Raiders, 51 the total at Allegiant Stadium. And the NBA today, Philadelphia a point and a half road favorite at Miami, Knicks laying five at home against the San Antonio Spurs. The second jewel of the Triple Crown, the Preakness, is coming up on Saturday, and v horse racing experts have every angle covered. Go to vcin.com slash horses for full race coverage, special offers, and picks from Ron Flatter, Jeff Siegel, Dave Thule, Millie Ball, and Jeremy Plonk. vsincom slash horses. With your action update, I'm Mike Senna. Get the latest vcin odds at VSIN.com. And remember, cash and tickets is what it's all about.
3: time to follow the money with your hosts, Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. All right, get in here. The
1: Preakness is Saturday, and the Beeson Horse Racing Expos are analyzing the horses, jockey, track conditions, starting positions, and prior race results to find the betting edge, whether you play the horses every week or you do it once a year. Our team is here to get you ready. Beeson.com slash horses. Find our full race coverage. Beeson.com slash horses. I always like this, that we can go over and look at the different scenarios and Interesting scheduling quirks. We know the week one lines are out. Great job by DraftKings getting those up early before we got off the air. But there's so many interesting tidbits and things to point out, at least to what I find interesting, other than who has a tough schedule, who doesn't. And which, the, 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 the correct way to do that is look at win totals, uh, not how the mainstream media does it. But this is just wild. And it's also great to see you know, who plays on Christmas, sure. who, close, who has four out of five on the road. Who has four in a row at home? All the prime time games, this type of you know Turkey Day, all the all this stuff, and all the and it, it just uh, there's a lot of great tidbits here that we have to go over. Sure. What
0: did you okay? What was the biggest like observation or takeaway from you looking at all the schedules? Because I have a couple of candidates uh, for some weird, okay. wonky kind of crazy schedules. <laughs> yeah. So yeah,
1: well, definitely wonky. Okay. Cleveland doesn't play a division game until week eight. I, I mean, think Washington. About
0: that. Yeah, and Washington closes with five division games. I. Those are two that absolutely stood out. Uh-huh. Think about that with the with the uh, Browns for a second. They their first divisional game is week 8 and their bye week comes in week 13. I think it was Sam Farmer LA Times oh. last night who said they are going to be absolutely gassed. Yes. And then they have all of their divisional games like pretty much second half of the season. That is bizarre. Wow. Uh-huh. And the I don't know, call call it whatever you would like. The football team schedule. And here here's weeks 3 through 10, right? Pretty challenging stretch here for Washington. They go at Buffalo, they're at Atlanta, they come back home for the Saints, Chiefs, they go at Green Bay, at the Broncos, get a bye week, and then off the bye they get Tampa Bay. But then look at how they, I've never seen this before in my entire life, last five games, Cowboys at Eagles at Cowboys, Eagles at Giants. Yeah. Can you recall this ever happening before? No. No. No.
1: no. And a lot of people like their win total over, I think you like them over eight too, who's buying the Cowboys, but... We haven't had a repeat division winner in the East since 2004. Yep. So that's working against Washington. Mm-hmm. But that's also that that is definitely funky, how they close. It was uh, we we mentioned it briefly yesterday, but it's true. Atlanta six home games through week 17. They got the London game. They're going to try to do two London games. They're both going to be at 6:30 Pacific again. Mm-hmm. Week five and uh, well week week six whatever that would be the October 10th and October 17th. Yep. From Tottenham Stadium. Um. The, Cow- the Cowboys only play three teams with a winning record from last year. Oh,
0: God. And they also play three home games in a row early on in the schedule, and then later uh-huh. on in the year they have to make that up by getting three straightaway games. Um, I'll give you another uh-huh. one with the Bears. I think we had this with the Seahawks a few years ago, but it doesn't happen very often. So the Bears do not play a single there's not a single spot in the schedule where they go back-to-back road games or back-to-back home games. We got a tweet
1: that said uh, there was the Ravens last year too. The I mean, Ravens we discussed it, really. I don't. I can't recall. Huh, I know
0: that. the Seahawks did it a couple years ago. Okay. But the Bears. Think about that. So they alternate home and away games from week one all the way through week 18. That is odd. Uh huh. Um, the Bills get because the last week, what falls on January 9th, I believe, is the day. The Bills get four home games combined in December and January. So the home field advantage there could be real, and you know I love snow football as much as the next person. You know that that gives us a pretty good chance to have. Remember that game a couple of years ago? I think it was uh, Bills Colts at home. They could. I mean it was just st- stacks upon stacks of uh, you know snow banks were higher than. I mean it was crazy, uh-huh. and they kept coming down, and they couldn't they couldn't get it off the field fast enough.
1: Dallas has a stretch four or five on the road. So does Green Bay, the Ravens, and the back end of the schedule go four or five on the road. Mm -hmm. They go at Miami, at Chicago, Cleveland at home, at Pittsburgh at Cleveland. They also have a stretch earlier in the season. They play four in a row at home. Indy, Chargers, Bengals, bye week, then the Vikings. Boy, that's weird. It is. The Rams close. Listen how the Rams close. Are we sure they're winning 11 games? Mm. At Arizona, Seattle, at Minnesota, at Baltimore, San Francisco. They also open with four of their first five against playoff teams from last year.
0: Yeah, by the way, I think you can go, go bump it up actually to like week nine, because if the Titans are good this year, and they might not yep. be, but they go Titans at San Francisco by then at Green Bay, and so a lot of this obviously is predicated on whether or not Rodgers is going to be back with the Packers. Like so, you pointed this out I think uh, on Monday or Tuesday, you said your your biggest question mark was what will the, the league do with the Packers in primetime. Well, they, they went ahead and acted as if Rodgers is definitely going to be there. They have six primetime games as of right now. Six?
1: And I think that's a mistake.
0: I It very well could be, right. and they get that Christmas Day game.
1: Well, the, other, the Sunday night schedule is the nuts again. I mean, every year, the Sunday, Kansas City, Baltimore, Tampa, New England, Bills, Kansas City, Seattle, Pittsburgh, Raiders, uh, Chiefs, mm-hmm. Cleveland, Baltimore, San Francisco, Seattle. And I don't know about. I don't know about. I'm from there. I don't know about Minnesota, Green Bay every year, uh, New Orleans, Tampa as well. Doubleheader on Christmas, Cleveland and Green Bay, Indian, Arizona, Turkey Day games, Chicago and Detroit, Raiders and Cowboys, and Bills and Saints is another good one. I'd say it's a pretty good schedule good, on yeah. Turkey Day. A yeah. lot of. Div- I was shocked at all the divisional
0: games on Monday Night Football. Right. I couldn't believe that. Yeah. But they did that right. Um, by the way, some numbers are out. You mentioned uh, the matchups that we're going to get on Sunday night. Well, that's Week 2, Chiefs-Ravens. Um, Chiefs favored by one at Baltimore. Okay. And that Week 2 Monday night game, Detroit at Green Bay. Again, careful here, right? If they don't have Rodgers, Packers are laying seven in that game. And I know Matt Uh Eumann was talking about this a lot yesterday with that game against the Saints. Some folks put it up on the board. And he basically said, because he doesn't think, you know, he's like you, he doesn't think Rodgers is going to be in Green Bay. He said, I think you have to bet the Saints Uh right now. Because if Rodgers is not there, the number will go clearly past where it is right now.
1: Uh Other observations? How Carolina closes the season at Buffalo, Tampa, at New Orleans, at Tampa. Oh, God. God. And how about the Andrew Siciliano tweet? 16 Of the last 18 years, a team has gone worse to first. Mm -hmm. How about the candidates? Throw that up there. Here are your candidates coming up this year if it's going to happen. That is astonishing. That is nuts. I mean, that's why this league is so popular. You could just come and turn it around and go from 3-13 and and win a division. Here are your 2021 candidates. 16 of the last 18, a team has gone worse to first. Niners, Falcons, Eagles, Lions, Jags, Jets, Bengals, Broncos going to be tough.
0: Well, we have three good candidates on that no. list as far as I'm concerned. The three, 49ers. Really? Three, yeah. The 49ers. I mean, I've said this. I, I actually told people this on the air, what, a month, month ago. I'm going to get it out of the way right away. And I, if I'm wrong, whatever. I, I very well could be wrong. I am absolutely super high in the Niners this year. Um, that's why I love the idea of taking Pitts and not a quarterback at number three. Uh, 49ers, good candidate to go worst to first. Eagles, why not, Right. As you said, no repeat champion in that division yep. since uh, 2004. Yep. And uh, why not Jacksonville? Are we sure Carson Wentz, because he goes back to play for Frank Reich, is going to be like he was four or five years ago? I'm not. All right. And
1: they open with uh, four in a row against teams that won at least 10 games last year. So they could get off to a slow start. That's Indy? Yeah, that's Indy. Yeah, because look at this. Yeah. And I'll tell you, the Giants could start three. Not that,
0: you know, the Giants could get off to a 3-0 and start, too. I, you know what? I missed that one. I missed the Giants. Do uh, you have the details on that? Who they open with? Yeah. You? I'll get there. Okay. Look, let me give you the Colts. Um, I would tell you that, well, avoiding 0-2, we all know this now, right? Well, actually, with week 17 now, or a game number 17, if you go 0-2 to begin the year, it's going to be easier to overcome now when you add that uh, additional game. But the Colts, to begin the season, they get Seattle and the Rams at home. Then they go at Titans, at Dolphins, at Ravens, weeks three through five. And again, Titans yeah. might come back to the pack a little bit this year. Who knows about two in year two. But then at the Ravens, and they play three games in a row like that after they play two playoff teams from a year ago? That's uh-huh. not easy.
1: The Giants start with Denver at home. They go to Washington. And they play Atlanta at home. Possible.
0: Right? That could happen. The Giants swept the football team last year? Yes. I believe that's what happened. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And you're looking right now at the, uh, again, yep. week one schedule. The overall lines, this is interesting. Uh, Raiders are catching five at many spots, uh, on that Monday night game against the Ravens. I did notice the Westgate put up three and a half. Oh, was that low? Yes. And we saw as high as five and a
1: half. Okay. Right. I also, both teams, uh, we've, uh, we've seen Denver and the Giants both favored in that late game. Where both teams have been favored at different various spots. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I love what they did where they just put up all the prime time games of that graphic with the Thursday, the, the uh, the Christmas. The Thanksgiving, uh, that's a great graphic too that they put together. Can I give you some other well, game but, games uh, on the schedule where point spreads are up? Yeah, sure. Green Bay, Kansas City's Week Nine. Bills yeah. at KC is Week Five. But again, the Sunday night schedule delivers every single year. And you go back and you look, and it's just we know about Thursday. but it's like the I was shocked at all the divisional games on Monday, but there's just, again, there's just some stinkers, and it's like, well, get get the Lions off. I know, you know, get the get get the Giants off. Get the, they just always get it right on Sunday night football. It's like, okay, best game of the week. Bam, there
0: it is right there, Sunday night again. Mark it down. Yep. Some uh, some Week 2 numbers are out. Uh, the Niners at the Eagles. Niners are laying 5.5. That's back-to-back uh, Eastern time zone games, by the way, to begin the year. Okay. At Detroit and at Philadelphia, but they're laying 5.5 in that game. The Bills are 3 at Miami in Week 2. Mm. Let's see here. Browns are laying 13 against the Texans. I, I don't know. That might not be enough. Oh. Right? I mean, oh, if that's going to be Tyrod Taylor or maybe Davis Mills as a starter. Uh, the Steelers are laying six against the Raiders in Week 2. My, my gut reaction oh. last night when I saw the number is, mm, I'm down on the Raiders this year, but six feels like a lot of points.
1: And the Raiders have been, with the exception of the one year with Del Rio when they made the playoffs, they were, they've were they been awful on the East Coast. Those early starts. Yeah. Is, that, yep. is it
0: early? It is, yeah. Okay, Yep. they've been horrendous in that spot. Yeah, it's listed for 1 o'clock Eastern okay. as of right now. Colts are laying 1 in Week 2 to the Rams. Uh, the Patriots are 4.5 at the Jets. Saints are 3 at the Panthers. Buccaneers are 7 to Atlanta. Arizona's favored over your Vikings by a point and a half. Chargers are 1 at home to the Cowboys. Their win total is 9. Hmm.
1: I was surprised they're favored at Washington to start. That's too, that's too much respect.
0: They would screw up a cup of coffee. they find ways to blow games. Yeah, but I think I saw other books actually put Washington one and a half. Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah, I, I think, think it was William Hill who had, uh, well, what is it now, Caesars. Caesars had, uh, Nick put that up as soon as we got off the air. They had right. the Chargers favorite.
0: Well, we have a, a, obviously a long ways to go, like four months before we get football. And we'll see what happens, obviously, in the three games of uh, preseason. But I would, I would fully expect, I shouldn't say that, at this point of the game, I would think that Washington will go off as the favorite.
1: Mm-hmm. In that Have you changed your mind on any win totals? Washington over, Vikings over. Is Pittsburgh going to win 10 games? I don't see it There's happening. There's another one, right? I really don't Up see it happening. Cincinnati games. should be better. Yep. Those are very popular. Watching a lot of these uh, TV shows last night and, and watching Vison about, you know, a lot of people like the Vikings over. This is before the Rodgers business. But the Vikings over, Washington over, and, uh, and Pittsburgh under for some win
0: totals. This is a good uh, tweet from Tripp. Uh, Buccaneer schedule, again, very climate-friendly this season. Last year, Bucks had no cold-weather games. This year, Tampa Bay, uh, they have the eight home games, four indoor road games, only potential cold-weather games at Washington, at the Panthers, and at the Jets in November, December, January, respectively. And
1: I love the London games. I love breakfast, you know, football oh, with breakfast at 6.30 in the morning. Yeah. I love that. Uh, not the best matchups, but, but still. And I'll ask Lombardi coming up, who are we going to see first? Lance Fields or Jones? I'd make Fields the favorite, but oh, I would uh, have to go Fields. Yeah, yeah. And what? How soon do you think will it be? Because of we're off to a slow start. Put him in there. Uh,
0: yes, I would fully. Okay,
1: that. and yep. this this yep. town will be on fire. They're gonna October tenth. The Bears out here. Oh, oh God. my God! The Bear fans are gonna take over. Yeah, that's the other thing about what was unfortunate. We had such a great schedule this past year when they opened up the the stadium. Sure. Me had Tom Brady coming to town. Yeah. You know. Saints. the, 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 the that, that ticket, you guys put that up too? Look what the tickets are going for the, the, the Monday night game to start. It's like the cheapest tickets, like five grand now, the Ravens and Raiders. Yep. But that was like the number one, or that was the number two ticket last year before all hell broke loose. Bills out here
0: taking on the Raiders. Look at that. Tweet. The, co- the Sunday night game, Cowboys and, yep. and Rams was oh, number B- one. Bills, Raider, B- Bills Raiders out here would have been a monster. Oh my God. The fans from uh, New York, yeah. Carolina to watch You know the Bills Mafia. <laughs> Look at this. Yeah. I mean cheapest tickets in those you know decent seats are four thousand dollars all whipped like seven thousand no problem by the way the Raiders schedule starting on Thanksgiving Day that that's a pretty sexy game I gotta, I gotta admit Raiders at Dallas pretty good and it's a it's a, a better league and a more interesting league with both of them are good totally agree but they go at Dallas then Washington at the Chiefs at the Browns Broncos at Colts Chargers yeah. man I I I I love the Thursday night game. Uh the, I'm sorry, the late night game on Thanksgiving. Bill Saints is a doozy. Yep. And you know what? I don't mind if we're gonna get the Lions, I mean it stinks, right? Unless you're from that city or a diehard Lions fan to get them on Thanksgiving every single day. But I'm intrigued by the Bears at the Lions. Because at that point, I do think it's gonna be Justin Fields in. Right. Projecting forward, he'll overtake uh-huh. Dalton at some point, if every you know, he stays healthy or whatever is gonna be the case. Uh the Lions do not have an easy schedule at all. Out of the gates, 49ers at Green Bay, Ravens, at Bears, at Vikings. Are you kidding me? After week ten, the bye, at Pittsburgh, at Cleveland, Bears, Vikes, at Broncos, Cardinals, at, I mean, it's just at Atlanta, at Seattle, Green Bay, their win totals four and a half. Mm. Woo! It's gonna be a long year. I can't get over the Cleveland thing. And the neither, neither can I. Thing. That's the big that, that's the biggest shocker. Yep.
1: You play you close with five straight division games and then one team doesn't have they don't have a division game till Halloween. That's lunacy. Yep. The other thing, too, good tweet. The Ravens have been unbelievable in season openers. They've won their past five season openers combined score one seventy-seven to twenty-six.
0: Oh my god. Uh huh. Outstanding. Well, I mean, because well, that's he's, Harbaugh.
1: It's all, it's all he's the man in preseason. Absolutely. He's the nuts in preseason. Which the Hall of Fame game is August fifth, too. So well, that's right around a quarter after we didn't, we're not, we didn't have that preseason last year. That's good.
0: Let's follow the money here on Vsin the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard, live today in downtown Las Vegas, Circuit Resort, Casino, Paul will run down bad beats, line moves from last night, and win some, lose some. That's coming up next.
1: for your winnings. Cash out instantly with BetRivers' new feature, Rush Pay. Get your cash when you want it at BetRivers Sportsbook. The industry leader with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boost, and the most in-play betting options out there. There's always a $250 match bonus. One-time play through your hometown book, BetRivers. Not valid in Iowa, but good in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Play sugarhouse.com in Jersey. Time for win-lose. Tough night. Can't call it a bad beat. Definitely lose some. Good night. How does it make you feel?
0: I, oh, I absolutely hate them. I absolutely hate them.
1: Follow the money looks back so we can learn for today. Everything's an adventure. In win some, lose some. Let the education commence. Thank you to Dan and Deb who came by the other day from Maine and said hello and watch every day on Nessen. And also thanks to Brian, follow the money fan, for pointing this out how about this bad beat the Senators point total was 49 and a half they started two and 12. they went 0 and nine against Edmonton but they finished nine two and one and beat Toronto oh yesterday God. to go over I should have been stronger on that I couldn't believe they were two dollar dog in it yeah you know you brought it up I anyway. should have well yeah that that's a vicious beat and a great it observation really and a good catch and how about the Padre's Rockies game one under one one headed into the sixth. Five three final. There was a grand slam in that one. Bad for the books. Oilers one fifteen up to one fifty five. Beat Montreal in a day game. Senators from two dollars down to one sixty. Won in OT. The Avalanche three fifty. Good observation by Mike Ball. Absolutely. Uh, he said, "Why not just parlay these guys and get it?" I mean, six nothing and six nothing.
0: There was something on the show yesterday. I never even considered. First of all, I don't really think about parlays that often. Uh-huh. Yeah. But when I saw like well, who uh, wants a late 350? But I mean, that was sure. rocking well, Rocky When I saw like part of the nuts and they sent out like Palm's plays, I'm like, you know what? That makes a lot of sense tonight. It paid. It paid a little bit less than even money, and it was, I mean, over with basically, you know, halfway through the game. First periods went five. Yeah. Yep, went five and one to the over.
1: Rockets 13 down to nine. Shenanigans with the Lakers. Is LeBron gonna play? What's he doing? I'm
0: in. I'm out. I'm in. I'm out. What? Cavs. Did you see from this game by the way? The Lakers scored 84 points in the paint last night, most in the last 25 years. Yeah. Almost lost the game. Yeah, <laughs> one by two. Yeah.
1: Cavs from 10 down to 6. That's As, as we said, how are the Celtics 10 against anybody? What, what is the deal there? They're like a huge favorite to make the playoffs. <laughs> I'd be shocked if they... I think Bill Simmons has nailed it. Uh, I, think they're gonna,
0: I think they're going to lose both games. But actually, you sounded like a, the start of a very good Gary Seinfeld show. What's the deal? What there?
1: is up with this? Yeah. Blazers huge win for Portland. Oh yes! This game tonight against uh, Phoenix on TNT is enormous for several reasons, which we'll get to. Blazers won nine to ten. They need one more win to stay out of the play From three and a half down to one, they beat Utah. One loose on the wild, a dollar twenty up to one fifty. Routed. And uh, here's to having fun all the time, right? This is uh, Paulie does Vegas on Instagram. Here's the bulldog. Here he's going down. Here. Goes all the way down. You're like, poor guy, must have tripped, right? Uh huh, right, yeah. No that's, cool. yeah right. Oh, okay. no, that's his move. Roll right back down. <laughs> Roll down the hill. Portly fella.
0: Sure. Oh, back down. He loves it. Look at his face. Yeah, look at him. That's awesome. I love right it in the wintertime when we have videos of dogs. Oh, the snow? With the sleds. Oh, yeah, the best. And then they, they carry the sled up in their mouth and they go do it again. That's how it started. That's how it all started. Yeah, you're right, you're right. With all the dog videos. There you go. Win, I'm looking at the number right now, Paulie. Can I interest you in uh, Celtics to miss the playoffs at five to one? That's it's that high right now. I'm looking at it. Yeah? Oh my god! huh. That's crazy. I, that's not that far fetched. I don't care who was out.
1: And you get the big win for Cleveland with the win total.
0: The so as of right now they would be, well, Indiana is tied with Charlotte. So the seven eight game would be Boston Charlotte. Or potentially Boston, Indiana. Yeah. Okay, so you give the edge to either one of those two teams. I would love Indiana, and then okay. it, you might you might face uh, Washington. Could face Washington
1: then after that. Yeah, you get in. I think Washington That's would be pretty Charlotte. good angle. Washington's still playing good ball. That was a great game last night. Yeah, they blew it though. That that, that oh how did they blow that? That, that should that made it that, that should make bad beats too. They're up twelve in the fourth quarter. Washington money line couldn't win the
0: game. Can we find that here in Las Vegas? Do we have yes nos to make miss the playoffs?
1: I'd say unlikely.
0: I like that. That is, Yeah, I think you're onto something there. Those are good numbers. Right. Huge win for Portland last night. Huge. Oh, now because what has to happen is the Lakers must win out and Dallas and Portland must lose out Yeah. in order for the Lakers to avoid the play-in game.
1: Portland's cooking with Crisco. They also have the tiebreaker over Dallas. So Portland's now the five. And... They might lose tonight. They're catching five and a half against Phoenix. Phoenix is 2-0 and against them. But they should be able to, Denver will probably punt on that game
0: Sunday. I would think Portland would take out Denver, no problem on Sunday. yeah but it doesn't mean anything. Sure. That looks, sure. It looks that way right now. Follow the money on V-SIN, sports Betting Network. Up next, we're going to get into uh, today's Major League Baseball card. What a pitching matchup we have in Milwaukee. He can set an all-time record today. Something to be uh, pretty proud of. That's coming up next. Better, are you ready? Download the Points Bet app today. Sign up using the promo code VSIN2K to get two risk-free bets up to two thousand dollars. And when you bet with Points Bet, you get faster bets, withdrawals, and rewards right at your fingertips. Download the Points Bet app today to experience this premium sportsbook for yourself. So are you ready? Terms and conditions apply, void or prohibited, must be twenty-one plus gambling problem. The number is one eight hundred gambler for crisis counseling yep. and referral services. I think
1: I made a mistake too. I think uh uh, Dallas would have the tiebreaker over Portland because they won the division. I think that's how they're going to look at that. But th- this, can you remember so many scenarios with no. only a couple games left? I cannot. With the seeding and uh, playing and who's in, who's out. And, so much up whoa. for grabs still. At the top, that's near right. the bottom, who's
0: going to get in? When? total. The matchup's going to yeah. be,
1: yeah. So yeah. This, this, these two games here with Dallas that they close with Toronto and Minnesota, they're enormous. I mean, just to, yeah. And it's because it, to, to stay out of that, Either avoid the Lakers scenario or or get out of the the play in games. Or get the the five or the six, right? Or or have the safety net of being the seven or the eight and not the nine and ten. Sure. Uh but this this Portland game's big tonight, and so is the Knicks have already clinched, but that, that's the other thing you have going, that four five, six mess with Atlanta, Miami and the Knicks. Because if San Antonio gets beat again tonight, and that pretty much opens the door for Phoenix to take them out Saturday and Sunday, and San Antonio has nothing to play for. Better matchup for the Bucks, the Knicks, or the Heat?
0: Oh, the Knicks. I think they would want so, the Knicks. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. For sure. All right, today's Major League Baseball card. i got to tell you, I'm a little bit surprised as of right now. First of all, the, the pitching matchup that we get in Milwaukee between Burns and Flaherty, uh, I know where I'm going to be watching this game today. I mean, it's going to be, I can't wait for it. Um, I get giddy over matchups like this in Major League <laughs> Baseball. for some. But so Burns, obviously, off the IL, but it was COVID-related. He never had a problem, though. No issues whatsoever. So it's not like he's coming off like a forearm strain or anything like this, and you would think like like his regular pitching days would have been in there and warm-ups and all this kind of stuff, so his regular routine. The I'm looking at the first five right now. They put up a three and a half. I'm surprised at that. I was expecting a three. But the under three and a half is minus one fifty five in the game. Flaherty six and zero with a two eight three ERA, seven scoreless against the Rockies last time out. Has forty two Ks on the year. Been super sharp. Burns, forget about the record. He's two and two, means nothing. Uh, one and five, uh, one point five three ERA. This is laughable to me, in a good way. Zero point five one FIP. How is that possible? Maybe I used the wrong word there, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, forty nine Ks. Here's the record. 49 Ks, no walks, too shy of the all-time record. He can get that today and surpass Kenley Jansen. Great matchup. Cardinals off the burns in their career. 72 plate appearances combined by the guys who could be in the lineup today. Five home runs, 31 strikeouts. But Brewers, I'm looking right now here at Circo. They're minus 132 in the contest. I got to keep riding Cleveland. They're only,
1: what, how cheap they are today? They've won 12 of 15. That's just, this is funky with Cleveland. They keep falling behind, but they win these games I know during it. this fifteen games. They've won twelve of fifteen. They didn't score first in twelve of the fifteen. They're running the first inning is uh, twelve of fifteen. Is no. The other one, uh, the Corbin numbers, the, the the numbers actually point to the Phillies and Eflin. They've done well against teams under five hundred within his last ten starts, but Corbin's numbers are awful. And again, this twenty of the last twenty five games, the Phillies have scored first. Isn't that something? That keeps coming in. And Eflin's laying a dollar eleven as yep. we speak. What's, lean, what's I, the
0: number on him, by the way? He's made it through six at least uh, yeah. every start so far yeah. this
1: year. Yeah. I also have to keep riding the Giants. I mean, they're playing great ball here, and they're a dollar fifty-five on the road against the Pirates here at Circa. I like that. Royals have lost ten in a row. Oh,
0: the Yankees, are they a mess right yep. now?
1: Yankees dealing with all these COVID issues. Morton's a dollar forty at home against the Jays. They've been scuffling against the Jays. Jays have had their number. Um Washington seven of the last eight have gone under. Philly seven one and one first five. Mets have won seven in a row. Royals have lost ten in a row. You white to... Sox white Sox again first five. Yeah. The White Sox have scored at least nine runs four games in a row. There's the White Sox again against lefties. lefties. And this this junks down every single time. All the Twins. I mean, I, Matt Fascursion loved them under. Loved the win total under. Yeah,
2: that's I right. I mean, this
1: is just a cakewalk right now. This is a horse between the the bullpen and what? Mm-hmm. How are they this bad? And There's got to be a change coming. There's got to be with those expectations and
0: a win total in the 90s, mm-hmm. and you're playing this kind of ball. Well, I mean, the starting pitching has not been oh. great whatsoever. The bullpen has actually probably been worse. I mean, it's a mess, right? And like you said, the White Sox won another one in the first five last night, and they actually, yep. you know, um, the Twins got a bunch of runs right away in the game. Didn't matter because Hap was terrible and he gave up nine earned runs. Uh-huh. And tonight it's Lance Lynn on the mound, and he's a dollar thirty-five. The number I'm looking at right now as Lynn. Do I, do I have this right? He's going. Yeah, fun. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in the mound today. That's against Pineda. And the White Sox against Pineda, very small sample size here, 74 plate appearances, but their slash line is 304, 351, 522 with four home runs and 17 strikeouts. Tim Anderson against right. 7 to 12 with two home runs. Right.
1: And if, you know, I do like the Indians, but you are going against Flexit, who's number one in ROI, yeah. but which is uh, wild. It number is. Number one ROI pitcher so far in baseball.
0: Let me, uh, I don't normally do something like this, but I'm going to go there today in a matchup between the Rockies and the Reds. I don't know if uh, Luis Castillo is going to correct it on the season, but this is at Coors. Maybe he will. Uh, I'm hoping and betting that he doesn't do it today at Coors Field. But Castillo so far in the first inning, Paulie, has an ERA of 15.43 on the year. He's allowed 12 earned runs in his starts already and we're not even in the middle of may yet meanwhile chichi rodriguez is an absolute mm. gas can he's allowed 9 earned runs in the first 3 innings that's through 5 starts uh the total creeped up to Gonzalez. Gizal, what did i say right, right, yeah. oh, the, the <laughs> you're right you're right it's all right yep uh chichi yeah. 9 earned runs first 3 innings it crept up from 10 and a half to 11 last night is uh, he still uh, the alive? Total. the golfer yeah remember him coming to the golf yeah hey. boom boom um <laughs> But the, I, I'm going to go the over one and a half runs in the first inning, plus one more. It's higher than plus 140. And uh, you can, uh, you know, go over if you can find the bets, like first three innings, it's three and a half tonight and it's uh, plus money as well. Okay. I think we're going to see a lot of runs. I mean, if this, the, here's what I'm a little afraid of the game screams runs. Yeah. And a lot of times when it just jumps off the page, like, oh my God, these teams are going to hit the daylights out of the ball, you get a, you know, 4 3 final. But I'm betting, you know, first inning over one and a half runs. I wouldn't normally do that, but in this, I think it's just it's the perfect storm here between these two guys.
1: I can't believe the Royals. I know what, what and, and and the Detroit thing. Now a couple unders, but I mean they played like a yeah. they had like a twelve and two under run, and then they played ten of eleven overs. But this this Philly this Philly scoring first every game, and this this Pirates, yes. Running the first inning, business. Uh-huh. It's crazy, crazy, and what the and what the White Sox have done all year in the first five. Huh.
0: But they just destroy lefthanders. That's pretty much the best bet in baseball. Yeah, that's been for two years. I think it's twenty four and one yeah. going back. Huh. Up next, uh, some NBA chatter with Aaron Renning, professional sports better, How he's handicapping the last couple of days and how he thinks some of these teams will play it out down the stretch. That's coming up. <laughs>
1: action on DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Just download the app, use the promo code VEASAN, and sign up to get a deposit bonus up to $500. Code VEASAN when you sign up. DraftKings.com for details. Time for ER. Looking forward to this.
0: Professional sports better Aaron Renning joins the program. How are you today, Aaron?
3: Well, I'm doing good. I'm uh, probably a little bit worn down like many of these players are, and uh, I'm ready for these games to, I guess you could say, count and ready for the playoffs. I'm sure I'll be talking to you guys in the next uh, week or ten days.
0: So, as tricky as this has been, you know, on a daily basis, we're on early, but you stay up until the wee hours trying to find, you know, numbers when they pop and you track all this kind of stuff. Has it actually been better for you? Like the unknown, right, with is this player going to be in the lineup today? Is he going to sit? And how closely you pay attention to this stuff. Has is, is it actually benefited you this year, maybe more than other years in the past?
3: I would say uh, probably to a, a certain extent. Again, yes, you know, just kind of the ebb and flows. You, you have a general idea, the pattern that these guys have. Although, um, you know, I, I went ahead and I got burned a little bit on that Nets game because I thought Durant was going to play, but I was able to get out of that bet or I'm sorry I thought Durant would, would scratch and not play you know in a back to back situation so there and and I have to say I really feel like I haven't got stung uh, too badly on that I've been I've been uh, I guess you could say right uh, quite more often than I've been wrong so it's it's been good on some of that stuff
1: well all your years doing this how much movement do you anticipate this weekend and you can maybe compare it to what's happened in the, in the past few years uh, or your betting career with the final game or two of the season, and what are you hearing and what are you reading? Because there's so many. How are these teams gonna go about? Do we want to avoid the Lakers? Do we want to get in the four or five? Do we want to get in the say we can't? We want to be in the same. I mean, there's so many different scenarios here with only two games left with seating.
3: You know, I, I think there is and there isn't. Uh, I mean, I, I I think you know we saw this yesterday where. You know, the bulk of these teams, most of these teams are pretty much know where they're at. And you saw the Lakers pretty much concede that they're going to be in the play-in tournament uh, by sitting those guys down uh, last night. Boston, the same way. Uh, Boston pretty much concede, hey, let's rest up and get ready for this play-in tournament and be at our best at that point where they sat smart and Walker last night and get beat uh, by Cleveland. I think it is pretty much a done deal that they're going to be in the play in of uh, course now as well. So, and, you know, Paul, you, it, it's a great question. And I, I think the West is obviously going to be fascinating because the Lakers might not come out of this too bad. Um, yeah. You know, if if they're in the play in and, you know, it, if they're the seventh seed, you probably get the one matchup that they want with the Phoenix Suns. Uh, we saw how they match up very well with them, their size. Uh, Phoenix has a lot of issues with their interior defense. So it actually might work out uh, for the Lakers. But, you know, with, with the Clippers here, right now in that third seed, I don't think they want anything to do with moving up into that, that two-hole uh, where the Phoenix Suns, in fact, Lewis even said it. Uh, he goes, I'd rather have the week knowing who our opponent is. So, I, you know, mm. they're they're playing tonight against Charlotte. I think you have to look towards Charlotte here tonight and they're in a back-to-back situation uh, tomorrow. So, uh, you know, the one thing you'll say, this might be the Clippers uh, a game that you'll see here the rest of the the regular season, but but there is a lot of that. But at the same time, you know, as far as getting home court, home court advantage, uh, I think teams really don't care about that as much. Uh, It is health. And, and back to you, Mitch, I mean, Sunday is going to be absolute chaos mm-hmm. uh, yeah. with all these 15 teams playing. And, you know, at this point, uh, you know, I'll probably be running my numbers on these games tonight and tomorrow. But after that, you're just pretty much betting on instinct.
0: Yeah. Um, that is, uh, you know, to, to what Paulie was asking, too, with the Bucks, it seems like the, the two-seed, and I think we had a general idea that the Bucks didn't really care about the one-seed a while back in the season but don't you think they should be, be playing for the two seed because they're going to be stuck here potentially against the Heat, a team that took them apart last year in the playoffs? Uh, maybe the Knicks, if it's a three six, and I, I just the two seven would be so much
3: easier. I think. Don't you? Don't you agree? <laughs> you know, we, we saw the Bucks in, in that first half against the San Antonio Spurs. Oh. Which uh, I, I don't think the I don't think the Bucks care uh, much about the regular season at all. Oh, and at all. They've made that they've made that plane throughout the regular season. I mean, if you've been able to pick up that, you've been able to make somebody uh, betting uh, against the Bucks here in the regular season. I'm not, I'm not quite sure what we're going to get from them in the playoffs. I mean, obviously it's just totally different from the previous two years uh, where they are not the favorite. They are going to be the, I mean, I, obviously in the first round, they're going to be the favorite, but after that, you know, you have the Nets in and, and Philadelphia is expected to maybe do more. So, uh, you're right. I, I don't think they really care about it, Mitch, and, and it is tricky because we don't know, you know, where that four, five, or six is going to be. You can't really be afraid of any of those teams in the play-in tournament at this point, as well. So, uh, but yeah, the, the Bucks just haven't really cared, seemingly, where they're going to be at whatsoever.
1: Do you like anything tonight?
3: Uh, again, it's it's funny. I I think I had. It, uh, what do we have? Nine games tonight. Mm-hmm. Normally in the regular season, for me, uh, that would you know a nine-game card. I'm going to have about six or seven plays. Uh, but I-, I tell you what, I-, I had a really good day Sunday. I, I kind of knew that was probably going to be it as far as playing pretty much the entire card. Monday I had a really bad night, and I go, okay, uh, trying probably got to reel it in. And I'm I'm big on the totals, but these totals uh, just totally random right now. It mm-hmm. seems like. Uh, maybe you pick a a game or two, but I mean, look at that Lakers game the last night, Mm -hmm. 84, 83 points scored in the third quarter. Uh, I mean, you know, good luck handicapping that. So uh, certainly more sides here uh, as we kind of close the season. I think, you know, the Hornets are very interesting tonight, uh, plus eight, eight and a half. As I mentioned, I don't think the Clippers really care. They just want to get through here uh, the rest of these three games. And you know, Charlotte, it is very meaningful uh, for them at this point because uh, they're right now, uh, I guess, locked with Indiana, that 8 ninth seed in the Eastern Conference. You want to try to get in and, and, and uh, get into that 7-8 game if you can. So, you know, here you are uh, against a team that probably doesn't care that much in the Clippers. I mean, it is hard to grasp all these teams because, you know, Utah, Phoenix, Ah, uh, the Clippers just very lethargic uh, in their play here, so I, I think you have to look towards the eight. Um, you know, the Bulls obviously uh, be interested. I mean, they need everything to go right, obviously, to get in. But sure. you never know what could happen. Uh, in Toronto, basically sitting. Of course, every starter uh, that they had, we've seen them them very much in tank boot tank mode. They're they're still trying, but that's just it. Uh, I mean, the market. Very much in line with that. You have to lay nine and a half with the Bulls, but feel like you have to bet it for something.
1: How did you do this year with win totals, and do you have any futures?
3: I don't. You know, guys, I always say I I really don't get into the season win totals this year with COVID. It was a little bit intru- uh, tough to get on uh, on board. But I'm more just a day to day side in totals, guys. I don't have. I don't think I have any futures right now, and and I will look at that. Oh, I do. I, I mentioned on the show last week, I guess the one future I have, guys, uh, I bet it a circa, I bet the, the no on the Lakers to win the Western Conference. So I guess you could consider that a future. I got a good number on that. I laid minus minus two thirty-five okay. when things look very bleak for the Lakers. And, and like I said, they could come out and out of this not that bad. And that's just it. I mean, who is going to beat them? I think really when it comes down to it, it would be the Clippers or Utah and, you know, whether they play both of those teams, I think I I still, I kind of like Utah to come out of the Western conference. And then that would be, if you look at how this West would play out, I mean, Utah wants nothing more than the Lakers and Clippers to have to go at it before uh, they would play the, the winner of that series. So that would certainly benefit Utah. And, and with that Lakers, I mean, just the way it looks, you have to play the play in and it's, 235 to bet the no I mean they the Lakers would have to be like just mathematically like minus two dollars at each of the series yeah uh minus two dollar favorite so I can maneuver and I can can kind of uh get out out of that but that's just it. I mean it, you know you just don't know whether LeBron or Anthony Davis could re-injure themselves mm-hmm. uh, etc but I mean it'd be fascinating I mean what you know if they play Phoenix in that round one, what's the series price on that? Right. I mean, I, I can't imagine you go much more than $2. Maybe I'm really wrong. I guess it kind of depends uh, on how things play out. But um, and, and, guys, certainly going into next week, I'll be looking to, to get in some of these futures. I mean, I'm looking at like a handful of, of teams here uh, that can legitimately win, which, you know, sets up for a fascinating playoff.
0: No doubt. We have like a minute left here, ER. Who's your coach of the year?
3: Well, it's got to be, for me, it's uh, Tibbs uh, in New York. I mean, we were just talking about it, the season win number 20, 22, 22 and a half. They're at 38 now. Uh, Randall has certainly improved, been very good, you know, the addition of Derrick Rose. But that roster, uh, I mean, again, just very thin, not a lot of in- legitimate NBA starters. You know, you look at that roster compared to like Brooklyn, Miami, even Atlanta, they just don't uh, stack up on talent. Uh, meanwhile, Phoenix and, and Monty's going to get a lot of garner a, a lot here and, and Snyder here for Utah. But I, I think it's, uh, and to me, it's it easily fibs here for, for the Knicks.
0: Ball or Edwards Rookie of the Year?
3: Uh, that's, that is, that's a tricky question. Um, I, I would have to lean, I think Ball it did enough, and the fact that he came back here, Especially for Charlotte to get into the playoffs or at least the play-in tournament, probably going to give him the edge.
0: All right, you can follow him on Twitter. He is at er sports one. We love talking to you, man. Thanks so much yeah. for the time today. Uh, we appreciate it.
3: All right, we'll talk to you next week or the week after. Thanks, guys. Oh, good. good sounds luck. good. Oh, well, next yeah. week definitely. It's
0: here. Yeah, play-in
3: games. That's great.
0: And i
1: I don't get the uh, I don't get the ball line. I mean, he's one to ten. One to ten. <laughs> Maybe he wins, but yeah, there's no right. way it should be
0: one to ten. A lot of a lot of big point spreads tonight. But uh, well, again, remember tomorrow night's yeah. card. Wait until you see tomorrow night's card. I, we are going to laugh out loud on the air. I will write it down in my diary. Tomorrow night's card is going to be a complete joke in the NBA. The, the, I think we talked about it briefly on Tuesday. Oh, the matchups. Oh, it's, it's such a bad <laughs> yeah. night for the league. Utah OKC. Okay, oh, them, God, God, it's yeah. just, it's so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Michael Lombardi, yeah. <laughs> NFL schedule observations coming up in about 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. We'll go over some of the point spreads on the marquee games next year on Follow the Money.